think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. I hit record. Okay, I hit record. Uh, we're recording. We're recording. Okay, welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Built-in microwave, semicolon. Hostas. Hostas. Shorts. 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 And, oh, Hostas. and I derailed you. It's all right. Just start over. Start over. No, I'm just joking. Okay, keep going. <laughs> That's it. Time That's out, it. time out, right. time out. Yeah. Uh, so I just got done with an epic relocation of something that turned out to be like 50 fucking hosta plants. Right. As part of your process to redesign your household. Yes. Because so, this is a design program that you're listening to. It's a design program. If you're so, just tuning in, um, we have a website, fcbm.io. You can get FC- a hold of us there. You can see all the podcasts. Um, at some point, we'll have ways for you to support us because we do not currently or have any plans to monetize from an advertising point of view. Anyway. Yeah, we're not paying, we're not sharing our money with anyone. The money we don't have, we're unwilling to share. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. So Design. Uh, we're yeah. a design podcast, right? We if are you, a design yeah. podcast. We're a podcast about people who bitch about design a lot. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, there's a lot of problems with the way that design is done. And so we yeah. have a lot to say about that. But for right now, we're bitching about hostas. And yeah. uh, as I explained to our friend... Um, this morning who lives in a place where hostas are not particularly common. Yeah. Uh, they are the beanie babies of the plant world. <laughs> People get obsessed with them uh-huh. and collect them and trade them and swap them. And they make Facebook groups about sharing hosta tips and different types of hostas. And they cross pollinate them and breed them and hybridize them. And they grow in these like super dense root balls. Like they're these individual leaves that come up out of the ground. Uh Uh-huh. But they all come up very close to one another, which forces them to kind of like flop over in 360 degrees. Yeah. So they look like, I don't know, like Muppet hair or something. They're just these big, bushy, sort of like um, dome-shaped plants. And then from the centers of them, they sprout these uh, like flower stalks and they have these sort of tall stalks with a bunch of bell-shaped flowers that bees oftentimes enjoy eating from Mm -hmm. when they bloom but they're like they're indestructible yeah they're perennial they come back over and over again right the roots expand underground and then when they expand they'll pop up another plant somewhere further down the root structure and so they don't send out runners like they have they have rhizomes they have rhizomes so they they don't send out runners like lilies which are another type of plant that i absolutely hate because once you've installed them they're like a vampire you can't get rid of them once you let them in right and so um (laughs) lilies are the vampires of the plant world and hostas are the beanie babies so there's all these different like the names of hostas are Uh all um reminiscent of like the names of nail polish colors you know like uh painted painted western lady hosta or um like diamond sunset hosta like these are all ones i'm making up i don't actually know because i don't like hostas yeah but someone who was staying at my house planted a plethora of them in my yard and i don't prefer them at all especially not in a volume of 25 to 50 plants depending on how you count them Uh uh-huh and so uh, it has been my aim for the last month since we moved back into my home in minneapolis to uh re-landscape and undo the sins of the former and so i pulled all of the hostas out of the raised bed that borders Uh my front porch yeah 
in my house and I pulled all of the ones out of the yard that were just like in the yard, just just a plant in the yard in the middle of nowhere, pulled all of them out. Those are all relocated. Um, so now I have them on my boulevard, which is also a real pain in the ass. And I have them along my driveway, which is a pain in the ass because in Minnesota, it snows a lot and you have to put that snow somewhere, which means you're piling it to the side of whatever surface you're clearing. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of, if you are the type of person who uses salt to help control ice, yeah, salt gets in your you know surrounding areas. It kills right. everything that wants to live there. Right. So, right. So uh, you end up like it's a it's a danger zone for plants it's a danger though for plants only yeah. the nastiest things will grow there and so if your stuff that you want to grow there dies off it's, uh, it leaves room for opportunistic weeds to come in and right. plant themselves instead right. and so you kind of need something so the reason that hostas are so popular is because they anything you throw at them they're like great i'll take some more yeah. they don't care what dirt you put them in they're fine in shade they're fine in full sun they're fine like anywhere you want to put them but they grow very quickly so you have to like plant them sparsely uh-huh. because they will expand very rapidly and at some point you're going to have to like split the plant pull half of it out uh-huh. and like give it away or something because they become very overcrowded very quickly and that's fine if you don't mind th- how that looks and they end up creating a lot of like natural borders and things like that because yeah. they fill in very densely but if you're not a fan of them taking over everything you've got a problem on your hands in this case, I hope they take over where I put them because I don't want to mow grass on the boulevard. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with anything living and dying next to my driveway, right. uh, including weeds. And so for now, I have relocated most of those hostas to places where their attributes will actually serve as attributes and not irritations. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. I was just reading um, about them and apparently all... All cultivars um, are edible, or all species of hosta are edible. Yeah. Um, And they're commonly grown as vegetables in some Asian cultures. Well, see, now that makes me think of them very differently, because everyone I've ever seen use them, uses them like a collector item for their stupid suburban, like... yeah no i i I get that yeah they have a very suburban white lady feel of them to me and sure and i don't like they're also just so easy to like grow and forget about that when i see them in people's yards i just think wow you're uh, advertising to the neighborhood that you've given up on yourself Mm -hmm. but if they're used to actually feed people and eat that makes a huge difference how do you eat them i have i i don't know i'm like i'm just now uh discovering this on uh well, here we go. Star Tribune did an article, bacon-wrapped hosta. The perennial <gasps> plant is edible. Um, you have to wrap it in bacon, though, for it to taste good. <laughs> right. That's what Todd um, tells me right off the bat. I'm just skimming through the article right now. Um, it, so uh, this article, the article in the Star Tribune, this article is from uh, April 11, 2016. Um, okay. It they mentioned that although there are no cookbooks devoted to recipes, um, those who eat them say that hosta can be cooked much like asparagus or green beans. Um, in Japan, hosta is often skinned, parboiled, chopped and served over rice with soy sauce. So I don't know. I I don't know. I, I have no idea what the flavor is. They don't seem to talk about, um, 
in the article. I don't see them talking about the flavor. They're very watery plants. Like, uh, yeah. for, if you pull them out of the ground and you chop them off so that it's the, the, the plant leaf is no longer attached to the root system, they dry out to almost like a transparent paper thin consistency like lettuce. Right. Right. Yeah. They're, so I wonder. super watery plants. Yeah. So I wonder. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, Maybe I should try and eat some. Yeah, so I guess shoots are good. Um, uh-huh. Sautéed and sprinkled with sesame seeds um, and wrapped in bacon, apparently. Um, right, the bacon. The bacon, that's the important thing. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's got, uh, they've got a lot going on there. So yeah, that def- definitely changes um, a little bit of how you think about it, which is cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, they really like. Uh, but I mean, you could change the whole culture of them if you're just like every time anybody wants to talk to you about hostas, you're like, "Oh, I like to eat them this way." Yeah, wrapped in bacon. Wrapped Great. in bacon, fantastic. Um, maybe a little sesame seed, maybe some soy sauce, depending on your mood. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be very interested to see. I mean, I imagine that probably the the kinds that you have. Um, that are passed around are probably not the more flavorful like kind. It's not that they well, aren't edible, but who knows? Interestingly, I have four different varieties in my yard. Yeah. I have one that the leaves are like rectangular in that they are longer than they are wide. Uh-huh. And they are variegated. So they are green and white with like white sort of striations. Uh-huh. I have another one that the leaves are very large and heart-shaped. And that one stands almost two feet tall. Oh, and it's like a bush almost. Yeah. It's very large. Um, it's probably almost three feet in diameter. Uh-huh. Um, that one has just solid colored leaves. Mm-hmm. And they're very big and like leaf shaped, like heart shaped leaf shaped. Yeah. I have some that are very short. Like they're probably not more than a foot tall. Uh-huh. But just a proliferation of long, skinny, dark green leaves. Oh, Interesting. Um, so they're very like long and slender. And then I also have some that remind me kind of, of, uh, like lily pads because they're very round and they sort of sit parallel to the ground instead of in spike shapes that come out at like a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Um, so they kind of look like, like little bird baths or something like that or little lily pads floating on the air. And so oh, those are interesting. Yeah. Um, and they put out a number of flowers. They're not very tall themselves, but they do get rather large, except you can see all the way through them. Like there's space between each of the leaves. Oh, huh. the short green ones that I have are just like a they mop just of cover the, hair. Like right, right. Just, you can't, when I cut them in half to separate them and move some of them out to the boulevard to control the size inside the yard and also to add to what's out on the boulevard, um, I just had to go right straight through the middle of a bunch of the plants and like some of the leaves were damaged and broke off because there's no other way to do it. You just got to go right through the middle of the root ball. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure uh, if they're as tenacious as you say, I'm sure they'll be, they'll do well. Oh, they'll be fine. They're probably, yeah. they're out there already like thriving and I haven't even watered what I planted out there. Anything else would be dead by now. Right, right. Um, um so that's why I got to a stopping point before we recorded this podcast because I was like, I have to at least get them where they're going to live and put some dirt around the roots. Otherwise, I'll lose all of the effort mm-hmm. that I had removing plants I don't want to a place where they can actually live. Right, right. And I, it would have been like a totally self-defeating process. So. Yeah. But I handled it. It's fine. Fantastic. Um, this is so great. I, 
I am actually I'm very interested. I now I kind of want to grow some and see what they taste like. Ah, <laughs> are they, does it? What What are you reading? Is it Wiki or where? Are you I at? started on Wiki. Um, there's just a a little brief um blurb at the very end about toxicity and how um although they're usually grown for ornamental purposes in the United States, all right. species of hostas are edible. Um. See, that's so American. Yeah. Like, oh, we got this food. We're just going to like collect and give stupid names to, but never eat. Right. Um, they are toxic to dogs, cats, and horses. Um, yeah. So don't feed it to your cat. Or your dog. Or your dog. Uh, or your, or your horse. horse. <laughs> um, I know your horse has a serious hosta habit, but we've got to talk about this. Yeah. They're also, interestingly, um, there's a virus called Hosta Virus X that was first oh. identified in Minnesota. Oh, great. Um, because everybody here hoards these things. Yeah, in 1996. And so... Uh, the, I'm not surprised by this. When they're infected, they get um, a dark green ink bleed marks in the veins of yellow-colored leaves. Um, ah. And the t- and or the tissue will collapse between the veins. Um, it can take years for symptoms to show. So... The problem, of course, is that plants that have been infected can get passed around or like can infect other plants before they ever show any kind of symptom. Yeah. People swap these plants like crazy. Yeah. So like there's whole I mean, there's a whole culture built up around like, which ones do you have? Do you want to trade me for the ones I have? Right. Right. Yeah. So um, and viruses, as we're currently like living in a pandemic, this just kind of rings some bells of like, oh, yeah. Right. You know, there's some problems like there's protocols and stuff you need to take to like help prevent this stuff. But um, right. none of them are like that intuitive. Right. Like it's just sort of like you're like, oh, like don't let them touch. It's like, yeah, but you need to make sure it's more than that. Um, apparently the sap is what carries the virus between them. Um, huh. And so like if you were handling some or you had some like you were working in one garden and you went to another garden and then gardened there, you would infect those as well. Um, and you know, use like your tools or your gloves and things like that, which obviously right. no one's like washing their gloves and making sure they're not cross contaminating hostas. But anyway, um, yeah. interesting. It's just an interesting thing. Um, right. yeah, ridiculous. So, so yeah, there you go. I, there you go. when I was talking to our friend this morning, yeah, um she had never even heard of them and she collects lily or not lilies irises irises, irises are wonderful yeah yeah they're very and they're really cool yeah. and they're not like a problem once you install them like you can't it's not like you can't get rid of them right i love irises yeah they're pretty fantastic as well um well anyway i mean that's hostas for you that's hostas yeah so did you have anything else you wanted to to uh divulge on this so this was a shorty um and thanks everybody for listening and yeah again, we're working on getting better equipment because we realized recently that mine is not working as it should and so this may sound a little worse than normal but it will get better soon yeah we'll get better soon and we appreciate um the people who've been kind of sticking with us and listening and hopefully you find this entertaining or it brings you comfort or whatever um yeah. but yeah again you know keep washing your hands keep wearing a mask and uh Sorry for sorry if you live in the US right now. <laughs> um yeah, and we also appreciate like, you know, putting up with some of our the quality I think is, you know, hopefully we've tried to keep it 
pretty good, but not being able to be in the same room means we can't always use the same equipment and we have to kind of right. cobble Patch stuff together. Patchwork. We're going to get stuff. there though. We're getting there. We are getting there. It turns there. out that um, when you have staying power like we do and you start podcasting before there's a pandemic and everybody buys up all of the podcasting equipment, yes. they <laughs> figure out that podcasting is like more difficult than it felt like at first and then they start to sell all that stuff off and so we're just going to cash in on that maybe yeah hopefully we can uh, pick up some stuff um i mean we're yeah we've done pretty good i think we're doing we great do. we're this is like for something that started randomly and that we had no uh expectations about where it was gonna go i'm still thrilled that we get to do this all the time and that people actually listen to it yes yeah like that's fun and like you know yeah we're just gonna keep doing it because this is basically the only fucking thing that makes sense in either of our lives right now yes yeah it's just it's absurd um the yeah. world is an absurd place right now so anyway uh stay safe and oh we're, we're trying to i think we're supposed to kind of like plug how to get a hold of us oh you can yeah, get okay you so can hit some us up people on, have been like hey where can we talk to you or find you or post comments or things like that so here's that information yeah so you can go directly to our website um which is fcbm.io and that will uh direct you to ways to get a hold of us we have email addresses and um we have like twitter accounts and uh you know our twitter is at fcbm underscore io um you could hit us there if you were looking for a quick comment and wanted to be very public about it or dms or whatever i don't know all that stuff um or you can just email directly to dana at fcbm.io because <laughs> yeah. our executive assistant who is up for um i think she's up for employee of the month for yes. last month, yeah, I will but see. Probably also this month too. I think. Yeah, I mean, she's off. Well, to you nominated her last month, and I, I seconded it. But this month, I'm going to nominate her, and you can second it. But it's only August sixth. Like, how do you like? She could fuck up tomorrow. I mean, she's but not going also to. There's nobody else who can fuck up better or worse than her. So. That's true. Hey, look, it's your. I will second your nomination. You know, I will back you on this a hundred percent. So, right. um, I don't mean to be dissenter there. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll get we'll get going with this stuff. Um, we also our book is pretty much complete, and so yeah. we will probably get that. Um, get ways for people to buy it soon up on the website. We're figuring out how to put it on our website and also get it at Amazon, for instance. Yeah. So and or and or and or. Yeah, we're definitely um, there's still some details to work out there, but essentially it's finished. we're not fucking publishers. We don't know how this works. Right, but we're learning. We're learning. Yeah. Okay. For you, for you. So for you, you better appreciate it. Right. God. Okay. Okay. Bye. okay. All right. Fantastic.